0: Jesus, We worship you tonight, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Amen. We can turn to the book of Revelation tonight, Revelation 3. Uh, just two verses of Scripture there. Revelation 3, a familiar uh, account that we know of. Uh, the Word of the Lord says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy... He that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth, um, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Amen. I want to talk to you tonight from this title, An Open Door. And open door, turn to a few people, greet them. Amen. As you are seated uh, this evening. Amen. As we are... Uh, Closing the door uh, on this year and um, looking forward to uh, the next year. Um, Lots of things may be going through our minds um, and hopefully, uh, whether uh, however good or bad or indifferent this year may have been, uh, it's a good time to reflect on it and all the things that have happened or things that did not happen. Um, And... um, We want to uh, carry uh, the good things and the positive things uh, into next year, and we want to leave behind things that we don't want to take with us, right? Uh, We don't want to take all the baggage with us, only the stuff that is uh, crucial and critical for uh, our growth uh, the next coming up year, and and so whatever that is for you, um, let's just not uh, just roll over the calendar day roll over the year and and, and not really think much about it but my uh, my mission tonight is maybe to uh, inspire you to uh, look back at your year and, and reflect on it and, and uh, think of the highs of the lows the goods or the bads all of those things and and make a conscious effort to, uh, leave things in 2022 that need to stay in 2022 that we don't want in 2023 with us, uh, and, and, and embrace and bring with us the things that we know that are good for us and that we have learned and, and, and gathered this year and take that forward with us in the next year. Um, if you travel by airplane, um, they if you check a baggage uh, if it's uh, free or, or not, many uh, of them are uh, are now paid to check uh, check luggage. Um, but they do have a limit on it, uh, fifty pounds, uh, which seems like a lot, but it can add up really quick. Uh, and so if uh, if you, you you pack all the stuff that you you think you want and that we need all this and all this and this, Uh, So you throw it all in the suitcase, uh, but when you put it on the scale, you're hoping that it's under 50 pounds, because if it is over 50, either you're going to pay an extra fee, an extra fine uh, to to take that with you, or you're going to have to make some decisions uh, of what is not getting put in the suitcase. Uh, Initially, you thought, we need everything. All of this, we needed all of this, but once you put a limitation on it, then then you have to start second-guessing and saying, well, do I really need this? Uh, can I do without this? Can I take this away and, and, and just leave it behind or maybe put it in your carry-on or, or whatever if, that is, if it is that important to, to take on the trip? Uh, and so that is the the, the purpose tonight is to, uh, to take a look at our our baggage, our suitcase that we've compiled this year and see uh, what it is we want to uh, leave behind and what we want to take with us to uh, the next coming a uh, year. And so they people have they make all kinds of scenarios, you know uh, theoretical things if you were, stranded on an island, what uh, three friends would you take with you or three items or all these things. People come up with all kinds of uh, things to get you thinking uh, because we all have lots of stuff, we all lots of friends. and uh, But when you, you're asked to choose to narrow it down, you can only take this amount. Uh, then you really got to make some decisions, sometimes hard decisions of to what uh, you're going to take with you in those certain uh, situations, and so uh, I hope that uh, tonight you want to reflect in these coming up days as we uh, transfer over into a new year, um, make a conscious effort to to think about what, uh, what do I not want to bring with me this next year? Uh, what things may... Uh, uh I, I that I know that I needs to stay behind that I don't want to do anymore or are or, or gonna uh, what what are some weights or some things or bad habits or whatever it is may be uh, if we never pause and reflect on it they just kind of show up with us but you got to do a, a an honest reflection in the mirror and in our in our life uh, in this past year uh, of what are some mistakes and we things we've learned from That uh, we want to bring with us and things that we want to bury in this year uh, as it uh, passes uh, for all of eternity. And so uh, the title tonight, An Open Door, um, taken from that uh, passage delivered to the, the Philadelphia church, that God opened a door and that no man can shut it. And I, I believe God is opening doors in our lives and going to open, continue to open doors. Uh, as long as we are willing to go forward and, and go through them, uh, God will continue to open up more doors. But if he opens up a door and we don't go through it, um, we're at a stalemate here. Not because of God, but because of us. Uh, and so sometimes maybe uh, a lot of discouragement can come because we're waiting for a door to open, uh, but God's waiting for us to go through a door He's already opened. And we, so somewhere along the way, we've uh, disregarded or ignored what God wants us to do. And so um, I think God has a purpose and a plan for every door that He opens or shuts. Uh, and so we need to align ourselves with His uh, will. Uh, And if it's his will to go through the door, then that's what we should do. Um, Many times, opening a door, uh, you may not know what's on the other side. And so there can be some apprehension there. Uh, the fear of the unknown as a natural uh, emotion that we have. But with those things, we can't allow those things to hold us back If because if God is opening a door, there's something on the other side he wants us to be a part of, to go through and to experience all for the betterment of you and I in our walk with him. And so to the angel of the church, he writes, uh, God has opened up a door that no man can shut. This was... um, the Church of Philadelphia, uh, the city of Philadelphia was a located on a strategic trade route. Uh, it was called; they called it the Gateway to the East, and it was a city basically in a in a narrow mountain pass that you pass through the city because you don't want to go through the uh, the high mountains, and the the you go through there as a trade route for. Uh, to get supplies uh, to continue to go. So uh, Philadelphia uh, literally and symbolically and figuratively was a door that went through these mountains uh, wherever this, this city was. And so uh, they understood this, uh, this angel and the message that was delivered to them. They understood the, the power of a door because they were a, a door of a city, if you will and so god said that they uh there was a door uh that was opened and uh they were uh they had control of it because they they were to go in it and, and go through it and uh a, a door simply means it, it you're granted access to something uh and so in the bible the door a door represents an opportunity that God is, is opening up, uh, whether he informs us what that is about or just uh, says, hey, there's a door open, let's, let's march through this, and you'll find out what's on the other side, what's behind door number three. Uh, and so uh, an open door in the Bible uh, is an opportunity. So the question is, if a door is opened and you go through it, Are you entering a room or are you exiting a room? See, a door can be either or. It can be an entrance or it can be an exit. I think think just naturally we probably think we're entering into a room, but actually you could be in a locked room and a door opens and it gets you out. It could be a situation, an opportunity to to get away from your current situation or current condition because God opens a door and provides a way out that we thought we could not see a way out. And then all of a sudden an opportunity happens, a door is opened, that you can move past that and and to go out of that room and and enter into another room. Uh, And so doors provide an entrance but also an exit. So God has... Uh, a door that you can get into something, and he also has a door that you can get out of something. Uh, and so it's good to know what kind of door it is, right? If God, am I going into something new, or is this finally uh, you're, you're you're lifting this burden off of me, and I'm passing by and, and leaving this in the and the and the and the, the trail winds that I don't have to deal with this anymore? You're lifting this thing off of my shoulders that uh, you're, the the light is finally coming to this dark situation because a door has been opened. a, a door is an opportunity that God creates. Uh, and it can be entering or exiting uh, something. Uh, we, we know the Bible says with every temptation, God makes a way of escape. Uh, and so in that instance, in an instance of temptation, the door is an exit door. Say, so, hey, this is the way out of this situation. Uh, always be looking for those red, red, red letters that they light up and say, this is the way out of it. Uh, and so it, it behooves us to be aware and to be always looking around for opportunities that God makes and opens and creates so it, we can do, go into something new or leave behind a situation that maybe we've been in for far too long. And so some of the uh, things that we uh, uh, can leave behind... If we're going to open up a door, maybe we'll talk first about uh, things, uh, doors that we're going to exit out of, situations that uh, we don't want to bring with us. And so these doors that are opening are for us to go through and close it behind us, and we're done with that room. We're done with that. We don't want to deal with that anymore uh, because we're stepping into something new. And the first door we can say can be the door of disobedience. We don't want to deal. We don't want to bring disobedience with us in the new year. And you say, Pastor, we're all adults here. disobedience is talking about children. But uh, how often uh, uh, can we be disobedient um, uh, to the Word of God and to the voice of God, the Spirit of God? Uh, if, if we're if we're ignoring the voice of God and His Word and, and what He's saying to do, then we're being disobedient uh and so uh, we we don't want to bring that with us uh, whether the times that we've failed God this this past year we're being disobedient uh ignoring or, or not doing what God wants us to do we want to close the door on that and we want to move open the door of obedience and submission say yes Lord this is the year of yes I'm going to say yes Lord I, I'm going to obey your word and follow your spirit follow the leading uh, that you have for me is because Uh, I don't want to deal with disobedience anymore. And and so no matter uh, uh, how good the situation is or how good the door of temptation may look, we must also understand that there's something always lurking in the shadows. Sin is always lying in the shadows, especially uh, around disobedience. Uh, When uh, uh, Adam and Eve were tempted... There was the door. Disobedience was there. Are you going to go through that door? Uh, And once disobedience happened, obviously sin lined there at the door and and, and plunged into a dark dark realm that we are all, uh, this world is still in and cannot get out but by the hand of God. Uh, And so... In uh, Genesis 4 and 6, the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over them. And so here here was a door, an opportunity uh, that was presented uh, to Cain. Say, Cain... uh, If you go through the door of disobedience um, and and don't offer the sacrifices that I have requested, um, then sin lieth at the door and and obviously dealing with his brother, getting envious and jealous of his brother, um, sin lies at the door for uh, disobeying the commandments of God. Uh, And so um, we don't want to be dealing with disobedience in our lives. We don't. Uh, we we don't have the time to worry about everybody else's disobedience we got to be worrying about ourselves we got to make sure it's me God I got to work out my own salvation making sure that I'm doing everything that uh, you are asking of me because uh, who am I to point fingers at others if uh, at their disobedience if I have disobeyed myself uh, and so uh, here the uh, uh, the way to avoid uh, uh, the, the, the sin that lies at the door is we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over the doorways uh, in our lives and on the opportunities that we want to go through. Uh, we know that it deals with the Passover. When uh, God was delivering Egypt, uh, Israel out of Egypt, uh, they were to, to, to take the, the lamb, slay the lamb, and put the blood over the doorposts. Um, and the Lord will pass over the door And uh, the destroyer will not come in the, the angel of darkness and death Will not come in there uh, And so uh, that's the door we want to close behind us is disobedience because too many, too much bad stuff happens simply because that door is is left open and, and we find ourselves passing through that door uh, but we want to go through and, and shut that door and lock the door and never, never to go back into that room again Amen. Amen. And so, uh, another thing, another uh, thing we want to leave behind in 2022 is uh, discouragement. Uh, We, we, uh, probably many times through disobedience, also comes in his cousin discouragement, Uh, and and we can uh, we can be our worst enemy, and we can uh, condemn ourselves and discourage ourselves for what we did not do and, and how we failed and messed up and made another mistake. Um, and, and so no matter how bad the situation is, we don't want to bring discouragement with us into this new coming year, but we want to bring joy and peace and hope and, and goodness and, and joy uh, with the intentions of uh, fulfilling everything that God has for us. Um, There's a story about in in 2 Kings um, where this uh, old uh, widow, uh, she had sons, and and there was a great famine in the land, uh, a very bad situation. And um, she was told uh, by the prophet to to go gather uh, gather oil uh, as much as you can from your neighbors. And what did he say? He said, uh, go into your house. And shut the door upon thee and thy sons... There's enough discouragement outside in the world that we don't need to bring any of that inside our homes, uh, so we're going to close the door on discouragement because we're going to get alone with God, and God's going to be there for us and, and provide a light and provide a way and, and be a provider for us, uh, and so uh, the accuser of the brethren is always looking to accuse somebody. We don't need to leave the door of discouragement open for him to come in uh, because we are cells will leave that door open uh, and, and not even uh, uh, talking about other people in uh, their disobedience other people can be discouraging uh, to you uh, if they're pointing fingers at your mistakes and so that that doesn't help anybody uh, except the one pointing the fingers and making them feel good uh, and they uh, they' all we're all in the same boat. Uh, we're all, we've all fallen short of the glory of God, uh, and so we know that there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, uh, so we don't need to keep condemning ourselves for any past mistakes. No, we're going to open the new door that God has for us, and we're going to leave uh, behind condemnation and discouragement, um, and we're going to go through this year um, uh, as best we can uh, with those things in our past moving forward in in Jesus' name. Galatians 6 and 9 says, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. You see, discouragement likes to hang hang around that type uh, where we get, get weary uh, about situations, things that are not happening, or or, or what. But uh, Paul says, "Let's not be weary and well doing. In due season, we shall reap. If we faint not, if we keep on believing, if we keep on persevering, keep on praying and believing, uh, eventually God's going to do something. God's going to open up a door that we can exit, get out of that situation, or step into a new one." I I want to step into something new this coming year, and I don't want to bring any baggage with me because I want to start fresh in the Lord and a new day and a new creature in Christ Jesus uh, that we, all of our imperfections are under the blood and we can find ourselves uh, being fulfilled and encouraged by Jesus in this coming year. Um, and so uh, we don't want disobedience coming with us we don't want discouragement coming with us, and most importantly, this is a big one. Uh, we don't need all of our distractions coming with us. This is something that we got to take inventory of because there's, there's, they're everywhere. Uh, they're all over. There's, they're not just uh, in our our devices. I mean, just in our one device. There's. 10,000 distractions inside that, All, whatever, however many apps you want to download, each app is a new distraction, uh, and so uh, the world makes it so easy to be distracted from the things of God, uh, and so this is one thing that we need to uh, really take a look at and say, what are, what are the things that I, uh, looking back, that it were not profitable for me? This past year, things that I, uh, bad habits that I picked up, or or things that I started doing that. It's not not a sin, but it's it's a distraction. And uh, Hebrews twelve and one talks about it being a weight. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before. We can we can run a lot faster with without distractions in our lives, without bag excess baggage and, and burdens that don't need to be there that we keep putting. Down and picking back up, uh, and so let's leave those uh, distractions behind. Uh, but we have to make we have to really think about what they might be, because if we don't really think about them, they're going to be there uh, this next year. Uh, because we haven't uh, did an inventory uh, and really contemplated what what are some things that I can stop doing so that I can that can create an opportunity, a door, uh, that I can do something new for God. Because if we're always doing the same things we've always done, there's not going to be any new opportunities unless we drop something, unless we say, i got to stop doing this, I I spend too much time doing this, Uh, this is too much of a distraction, and and though it's enjoyable and entertaining, uh, it's not uh, conducive and it's not beneficial Uh, for me advancing my walk in God and so uh, this is something a big one that needs to uh, each and every one of us need to uh, take a look at because if uh, you know uh, you know the the whole uh, new year's resolutions and you know so many people this is the time they do that and that's great uh it's because in our minds it's it's a we turn the page it's a new year and all that stuff but you can begin a new, res- a new resolution uh, in the middle of August if you want. It's all in the mind, right? When our minds are made up, that's when we begin something new and say, i got to cut this out of my life. Uh, we don't have to wait till January 1 to start doing those things. But uh, uh, while the time is now and everyone's thinking about that, it, it, it would behoove us to, to, to go along with that and, and really do a fresh inventory of things in our life and things in our home. That, uh, uh, not not that it's a sin, but it's a weight or a distraction. Uh, and maybe we could do a little bit less of it so that we can free up more time to do something for God. Uh, Matthew 6 and 6, Jesus is saying, But when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door... Pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which is in secret shall reward thee openly. So uh, the the proverbial prayer closet, you go in and you shut the door and and you leave the distractions outside. You're not going to go, if you bring those things inside your prayer closet and shut the door, they're in there with you and that's not going to be productive, most likely. Uh, And so talking about shutting some doors in, in order to provide an opportunity to open other doors in our lives. Uh, and, and so distractions is a big one, and hopefully uh, this will uh, this message will help you get to thinking of, uh, even if it's just one thing, we're not asking to clean, uh, do a deep clean of your life, although that would probably be good for all of us. But even if it's one or two things... That say, hey, I'm going to stop doing this or I'm going to cut this down, do less of it, uh, and stick to that. Uh, and you say, God, I'm going to give this time to you that I dedicated to something else. And watch God open that door. Watch God open that opportunity for you because now you are presenting uh, God with, a, with an opportunity that I want to do something for you. Uh, and, and I'm uh, aware that I need to get rid of these things in order for that to happen. Uh, And so uh, along with that, closing that door of of distractions, uh, we want to open a door uh, of a new and a fresh dedication to God, a new dedication to God. Um, And and that helps getting rid of the old things, saying, God, I'm freeing myself up. This is going to be the year, uh, my best year for you. And, and, And that's great. It's easy to say right now. But keep saying that midway through January and keep saying that in February and all these things. Uh, it's a it's a daily battle. Keeping our minds uh, on the things of God and the mind of Christ can help us with that and, and not get distracted and, and discouraged and disappointed again with all these things. Even if we've if we fail or, 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 or drop the ball, as long as we pick it up and keep going, it's it's good. We're still moving forward. Uh, and so I think one of the the things maybe we wrestle with is we 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 definitely know and, and we proclaim how God delivered us from the slavery of sin, how the bondage of sin, and how the the taskmaster of sin, and, and how we were uh, we were a servant to sin, and uh, we couldn't get ourselves out, but God delivered us out of that. Um, into uh, a new life with Him, and I think a lot of times we we may we may uh, deceive ourselves, or, or maybe we believe a little uh, a little voice in our minds from our heart that says God's delivered me from the sin. Now I can do what I want to do. God did not deliver us. Uh, from the bondage of sin uh, just so that he can set us free and we can do whatever we want. No, we, we, the only thing that happened is we, our, our, our masters changed. The master of sin, we're no longer under the master of sin, but we have a new master now. We are still a servant. We're, now we're a servant to Jesus Christ. It's not, it's not that God opened the door and said, hey, now you're free. Go do whatever you want. No, he says, I, I'll deliver you from sin, The servant uh, being a servant of sin, but now you're to be a servant of righteousness. Nowhere in there did we all of a sudden get a, uh, a free will and a free choice that we can do whatever we want and and, and and show up to do things for God whenever we want to do things for God. There's only two masters, uh, sin uh, and the darkness and, and light and God and righteousness, right? There's no third party or a gray area where, uh, you know, you go and go do whatever you want to do. Uh, and then whenever you feel like you're ready, you can come to, come serve the Lord. Whenever we're out doing whatever we want to do, we're still serving sin because of pride and ego and arrogance and the way that seems right unto a man, but the ends thereof are the way of death. If we are doing whatever we want to do, uh, we are still uh, under the the disguise and deception of of serving sin and serving self. Uh, And so we uh, we are not free free people. We are still servants just servants to Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul, in, in many of his introductions, says, hey, I'm a, I'm a servant of Christ. I'm a bond servant." Uh, he, never, he never described, he talked about liberty, but he never said how he's, he's not a, a servant anymore. Uh, we are all still a, a servant. We just have a different master now, and this one is much better. Uh, and so in Exodus, uh, there's the account uh, under the Old Testament uh, law um, that after six years, a slave was was able to go free. Uh, you were, he he was able to go free, um, but the slave uh, had a choice. He he can go free. Him and, and what his wife or kids or whatever or, or single whatever however whatever status he was, that could go. He can go free. Uh, but it also says that he can choose to stay with his master. And if he chose to stay with his master, then what would happen is they would take him to the door and they'd, they'd pierce his ear. Uh, that would that would mark him that he has chosen to be a, a lifelong servant of his master because he must have had a good master and, and just loved him so much that he he didn't want to leave he had the opportunity to be a free man but he says no I want to I want to stay here and I want to serve you and so there uh, there is a, a mark that happens uh, and, and so uh, while we God delivers us from the the grips of sin uh, we, we, we come to that crossroads really Uh you have a new master, or are you going to come and serve me the way that you, uh, with the the same zeal and desire and passion that you had serving the world, as as Paul describes the 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 instruments that you served and used for unrighteousness, now use those for righteousness, and so there's still only uh, two options: unrighteousness and righteousness. Either you're a servant of one or of the other, uh, and so we have to understand. Uh, that we are still servants; that it's not about our will being done at all. We have a servant has no will; it's only the master's will. Uh, and depending on who the master is, that's what happens in your life. And so, uh, this belief that uh, God saved us from sin so that we can just have the free reign to live however we want—that's that's not line up with by the the scriptures because. Uh, He set us free to be a servant unto him. So we are still a servant unto the Lord Jesus Christ and righteousness. And and so uh, now more than ever do we have to uh, understand that, hey, I'm devoted to the Lord. I'm I'm devoted to righteousness. And I'm not going to be chasing, pursuing after my own wants and desires because I, as a servant, I have those things don't exist. Just believing a lie and running in circles, not getting anywhere, thinking that I, we have a will or a, a desire, but it's our master's will that we should want to do. And so we want to make sure we want to uh, dedicate ourselves uh, even more so this year, understanding that I want to be a, a good and faithful servant. That's all that God is looking for, right? A good and faithful servant, um, and that implies that we uh, have submitted our will and desire to him so that His will can be done. Uh, and so leaving behind distractions and weights, can present even more of an opportunity where we can devote ourselves even more to our Lord and Savior as he's calling us and bidding us to do these things. And we as the one who's, who's chosen this way, to live this way, uh, because we've taken the mark, we've taken his name, uh, we've received his spirit. and So by our words and our actions, we have said, Lord, we want to serve you the rest of our life. We don't want to serve that old master. We want to serve the new master. So having a servant's mindset, understanding that uh, this year uh, is not going to be our greatest year, but we want to make it God's greatest year. We want God's will to be done. Uh, As our servants of him, we want our master to have the best year ever. And that means that we have to submit all the time, uh, God, it's not about me. It's about you. What is your will that wants to be done? Uh, And if we're doing that, uh, we will continue to see God do great things and open up even more doors in our lives. Man, musicians, if you would come. Another door that we want to see God open um, is the, the door of, of deliverance. How many want to see somebody delivered this this coming up year? Maybe you want you have some prayer requests. You want to be delivered of a situation or a burden, uh, and and maybe this is the year that God does it. But we have to uh, be prayerful and in, in that mindset that God, uh, if if you don't deliver me out of this situation, I know that you're there with me. You're faithful and you'll be with me until that door opens up. But if my door doesn't open up for this to the this release in my life, then, then I'm going to pray that somebody else's door is opened. Why? Because God is a deliverer and he opens doors and uh, we want to pray for others that God is doing something great in our life and eventually it's going to come to us, right? Eventually our prayers will be answered um, in this life or the next, but that doesn't mean we stop praying, right? Uh, in Acts chapter 16, uh, Paul and Silas, they were Uh, The famous account where they were uh, at midnight, they were singing praises unto God. Uh, They were locked up, they were bound up. There There was no way that they were getting out, but they were saying, hey, uh, we can't open any doors in here, but hey, that doesn't mean God can't open any doors. And the church also was praying for them as well. Uh, and so, uh, as we know, the uh, they sang and prayed at midnight. The The foundations were shooken, uh, and the doors of the prison were opened, and they just walked out freely. Everybody walked out. And, and so, um, the funny thing was... Uh, when when Peter uh, was in prison, this is in Acts twelve. Uh, Peter was in prison. The church were praying that that God would do something, um, that they would he would be set free or whatever. I don't know exactly what they are praying for, but uh, Peter, uh, God got, sent an angel and got him out of the prisons. And and what did Peter do? Peter came to the house, knocked on the door, um, and, and somebody opened the door and they. And they uh, he said hey it's Peter I'm here man uh, and they close the door and goes and she goes inside and say and they said who was it well it's it's it looked like Peter maybe it was his angel because they're praying for his deliverance and he shows up and they close the door on him uh, and so uh, you never know but your your answer could be just on the other side of the door right uh, and so be mindful of what we're praying for and, uh, and go check the door frequently because your answer may be there. And then God just uh, created the opportunity that we just need to open that door uh, and uh, prayers can be answered uh, through, uh, through uh, continued praying and believing in God uh, that he would open up the doors. If you stand with me tonight... The last door we're going to briefly uh, talk about that um, Paul mentioned a a few times in Scripture um, how uh, there was a great door that was opened unto him, a a great opportunity. Speaking about uh, ministry and going to certain cities and and areas to be a witness unto God and and the doors open to the church. uh, and, And so... Um, we want to pray and believe that God uh, opens the door of destiny. He, he, he opens the door of destiny for all of us. He has a purpose and a plan for every one of us. We just have to believe and walk through that door. God, whatever it is you have in store for me, I want to grab a hold of that this year. Uh, I want to let go of those things that have held me down and wore me out and and caused uh, uh, this uh, unproductiveness in me. But I'm going to step through the door of destiny because God is opening something for each and every one of us and we got to go through it. We got to walk through believing in faith that that this is going to be the year that God's going to do something great through us and in us because we are uh, making an opportunity for God to do something. Uh, we, wanna, we don't want to get caught up doing the same things, but to say, God, I want to do something different. I want to change something up in my life, in my devotion, or uh, provide more dedication and devotion to you so that you can do something new and afresh in me and in us. And so we're going th- th- to this new year. Think about the doors that you want to close. And think about the doors that you want to see opened in your life. And begin praying and begin preparing and doing those things. Because if, if it all stays in our mind and we never do anything about it, then we're just kind of dreaming, right? We're in la-la land and, and thinking that it'll happen. Well, things that happen uh, most of the time are things that we decide to start doing something about it. Uh, uh, and so, whatever it is that God wants to do in you this year, we got to embrace it and believe it. No matter what this year holds, uh, good or bad, or uh, in the middle, we know that all things are going to work together for the good. To so those that love God and those that are called according to our purpose, this could be the worst year uh, in America in, in decades. But that doesn't mean that God's will is going to get shut down. No, we're going to we're going to keep on persevering and saying God, we're going to believe uh, like never before. We're going to draw closer to you like never before. It's in the hard times that we really begin to seek God and, and grab a hold of them. And so maybe it's hard times that that needs to come to really shake shake our souls or shake this country uh, if we want revival and we want a, a renewing in us and in this world, something has to happen, right? that we let go of these things that we think are so critical and so vital in our lives. But really the only thing that is critical and vital is Jesus Christ right if, if we have him we have everything that we need why do we believe some mindsets or beliefs uh, lies that we uh, we can do this without God no if we put God first he's take care of the rest that's what the Bible says and so we're going to go through this uh, this door uh, that God opens whatever door God opens we want to go through it and it may be an entrance and it may be an exit but we want to follow God's will this year amen amen how many are believing that God's going to do something great in you that you're going to say, God, whatever it is, I want to be used by you. I want to step through a new opportunity, a new ministry, a, a new light, a new fire, a new zeal, a new passion, a new anointing in me this year. God, whatever I need to do to, to get there, uh, lead me and speak to me and, and 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 urge me that I may go and do those things. Because God has something in store for all of us. Uh, and we got to find what that is. Amen. Amen, let's worship the Lord tonight. Let's believe as we sing and close this service. Let's just close our eyes and begin to think on God and the goodness of God and what he's going to do. God, we're leaving this year behind. We're not taking everything with us. We're leaving some things, but we're going to go forward, believing in you, Jesus, that you've got something good for us, something new for us. The door that you're opening that no man can Every shut. Help us, Lord, Today to move forward, leaving the things behind. Holy
1: Ghost, Hallelujah, Jesus. Help us to have the mind on of me.
0: Christ, to speak in us, to Praise us, Jesus. On me. Hallelujah, Holy Ghost, Thank you, Jesus.
1: Yesterday's gone. today Yesterday's gone. Today I'm in need.
0: Holy Ghost, power, breathe on me. Oh, let's worship the Lord together. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. You're always there, God. Lord, help us to learn to lean upon you even more this year. Not just this year, but every day, God. We need to lean upon you more this coming up year, God, that we don't leave or forsake you as you would never leave us or forsake us. But, God, help us to be more dedicated and devoted to you, Jesus, that we can see your will being done in our lives and in this city and in this world. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. God bless you all. You're dismissed tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, We'll see you next year. And you've got uh, two days to figure out uh, the things you're leaving behind and the things you want to bring forward with you this next year. Amen. God bless.